Christina sits on a bed in the sunlit bedroom of a heritage home. She looks at the floor. Christina Martin, Stay, Stay With, with me. me, directed by B. Henry. I'm keeping busy, cause it makes me feel young and wanted. Stay with me. I'm older and wiser, don't let that be Hello everyone welcome back to the neighborhood conversations it's always good to be in your neighborhood to have a conversation to talk about different strategies to talk about different um topics that's going to inspire you that's going to connect you that's going to make you aware of so many um amazing things that are, that's going around in our community and today you know we have music music is a is, is a good tune to our soul it helps us to connect to community to a different level and we have an amazing artist we have an amazing um individual podcaster um public speaker um what i what i can say growth expert i i've seen a lot of personality topics that you've talked about christina martin everyone um christina thank you so much for coming on to the neighborhood conversations welcome how are you I'm already inspired by you. <laughs> well, you, well, you know, Christina, I'm really, I'm really passionate sometimes. So it's, it's all good. It's, it's all good. It's all good. How's your day going? Well, even better now. I had a good, good start. It's been a good couple of days. I, I've got some good new, good news. Um, the last couple of days, that it was like. You know, you know, when you're following your path with heart and sometimes it's like, oh, my goodness, this is not yeah. easy. Yeah. And yeah. Then you stay on the path and then yeah. you all of a sudden something turns and like and you're like, oh, my goodness, like uh -huh. I can't I, it was worth it was worth staying on the path. It was worth the hard work. It was worth believing in myself. So yeah. I'm having one of those kinds of weeks, you know? Oh, I love that. You know, I love those kind of weeks when you just have like those turning points, but also I'm having that faith to believe in yourself. And oh my goodness, I love, I love the way how you just start this podcast off. I, I, I just, I, I just love it already. And I, I, I'm not even in the questions yet. You're really exciting me already for this conversation. Um, Christina, yeah, this is this is good. Thank you so much for joining. Um, Christina, you're um, a music individual. I want to get into the conversation. I think this is really important um, just to learn more about your work um, and, and what got you passionate about the music industry. But my first question I, I'm going to throw at you is why is music important to you and also in today's society as well? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I've had a lot of time in recent years to think about that, Templeton. <laughs> um, because I, I wondered as I got older, like, why am I doing this? And, you know, when things were hard, but I couldn't quit, I was like, why? Why is this important to me? Yeah. And I think, first of all, um, when I was young, you know, music, my parents encouraged us to play music. We had music lessons. They took us to the theater. They... Um, my father had a big vinyl collection. So I think growing up with it around and falling in love with certain musicians and music videos, like, you know, I just, I suppose I turned to music um, to escape and to, um, you know, kind of find um, refuge, I suppose, when during tough times and also right. celebrate with music like yeah. this is yeah. everywhere in our lives our favorite movies it's the soundtrack of our lives um and when i got older you know i decided i kind of left 
you know, playing music for many, many years, but I knew I enjoyed singing, but I would sing to myself and it was kind of like a self-soothing thing. And, and I found as, as a really anxious person for much of my life, um, that when I was singing, I was breathing, you know, when I was like, when I was the things I love doing, like exercise and singing, like I was always around like, Oh, I'm, I'm breathing and I'm feeling healthy because of it. So I guess that also drew me to it. But then songwriting like that, was a whole other thing that I only started when I was 19, 20. And I really feel like that was my opportunity to um, say, say something. And, and then I found stages that I could, you know, be heard. And yeah. then I found connection with people yeah. based on the things that I didn't o- really open up and talk about before, you know, yeah. growing up, uh, I was kind of silent about a lot of things. And so I, then I got a, sort of hooked on this idea that, oh, I could write a song and figure out exactly what I'm trying to say, like about the world or about, you know, through yeah. stories. And mm-hmm. um, and then I, I found connection through people and sharing that, you know, by singing and, and just showing up at gigs and touring. So, I mean, there's so many reasons why I love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that's that's really amazing. You know, Christina, uh, music is it has an emotional connection. It brings like so much um, heartbeat to your feeling, that positive energy. And for me, when I'm in my office, I I it's the music that helps me to to stay energized, to stay connected to my day. Um, and I feel that lyrics are important to me as well. Um, the, the meaning of the lyrics and, and how it actually connects with my heart and also what I'm doing and all that good stuff. And, oh, I just light, I, I just light up um, when it comes down to music and you and hearing your story and hearing you actually um, finding music to connect with you um, during those times when you needed um, that space. And for me, I, I sing aloud. Um, sing aloud just to just to hear myself and just to feel the beat of 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 where I'm going and all that good stuff. And so, wow, I I, I just I just felt that just now um, when when talking about about that and creating the space. I feel that um, when you're creating that space for music to come in and and bring in all the positive energy that it needs to bring in and it helps with 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 different um mental health it helps with mental it it does like music brings a lot of vibrant energy to protect that mental health and to and to allow you to cry allow you to to laugh uh, to to allow you to to go crazy and do it and and be yourself and and be your true self um in, in in all that good stuff and so yeah that, that that's 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 really 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 good. Do you have anything to say about that before I go on to the next question? I think that's really good. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, what just I mean, adding to that, I mean, it's it's really. I think I, I just can't imagine what my life would be like without you know having f- kind of refound um, this avenue to heal for myself. Like I feel like I'm still on a healing journey from, yeah. but just from trauma that happened when I was young, even though it was a long time ago, um, you know, the first part of your life really shapes who you are and um, sets you on a path. And so there was like a lot of unlearning that had to be done. And, and as soon as I decided that I was going to be a singer songwriter and I was going to follow the music business and I knew it was going to take every ounce of me and 
I had to stay away from things that were going to hurt me that I was really drawn to initially, like, you know, drugs and alcohol. And, um, I knew that it had destroyed, um, my, you know, my dear people in my family. I lost my brother to overdose and he was a brilliant artist. And so I, I was noticing these things at a young age and going, you know what, I have to work hard and smart and stay clean as much as possible. This is just for myself. Like I couldn't, I just had, there was no room for any of that. If I wanted to have a shot at this dream that I could spend like my life communicating through music um, and to relay like positive messages, messages of healing. Um, So, you know, you're right about that. Just that, it's just a really great opportunity to to heal, even if you're not a singer songwriter. But you turn on yeah. some music, you go for a run or a walk, you listen to, yeah. you know, your favorite artist or favorite podcast, and yeah. it's all about trying to find something that validates where you want to go in your life. You know, yeah. I think, and um, how to be a better person in this body in this you know lifetime, I suppose. And music's helped me stay on a, a healthy path. Yeah, that that's that's really amazing, Christina. Um, yeah, I listen to music as well on my way to to my to my office because I I'm seven minutes um, away from my office, so every seven minutes um, back and forth, I get to tune in for seven minutes, just being in the moment, and I block out everything. Even though I'm walking, I block out anything that's trying to stop me, and I'm on my way. And sometimes I'm dancing on I'm on the beat, um, or, or maybe um bopping my head and sometimes someone might say oh he's having a good day or he he's feeling feeling good but it also inspires people to smile um in all that good stuff you know you talked a bit about your journey and i want to dive into that question um can you share um with us a bit of your journey with specifically with the disability community and and how that has brought music to inspire um them as well um through the music that you that you have yeah yeah Oh, that's a great question. Well, I'll start off by, you know, I used to, my in terms of like the disability community, um, when I lived in Austin, Texas, which is known as the live music capital of the world, I moved there when I was 19. I was a nanny and um, I got a job at a middle school as a tech aide and my roommate, um, Nancy Perkins, she was a special education teacher. So she uh, one day asked me if I might be interested in working for families on the side because there were a lot of families that needed extra support. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started doing that work, you know, on the side. I had many jobs trying to raise money to do my first record. And and I kind of uh, had my first taste of um, a community, a, a new community, a new population that, um, you know, was basically, I think, kind of marginalized and didn't really have a, a huge voice and, and wasn't, I wasn't really seeing, you know, out in public as much, um, if at all. And uh, I was working with um, young adults and, and uh, teenagers. Um, and, and so I kind of, when I moved back to Eastern Canada, to Atlanta, Canada, um, I kept doing this work as I was going back to university. And, um, you know, I, 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 I suppose it just kind of set me on a path where I kind of had my eye always open for um, things I could learn not, you know, just about different um, everybody who's different. And, um, you know, I'm, I have things about me that are different and yeah. I think yeah. we all do. We all so do. I wasn't really looking at it like 
um, as okay, this disability community, but I did, I did see, um, I did really enjoy the work that I was doing, uh, providing support for individuals. And I love planning activities. I love uh, event planning. And so when I worked with individuals or for organizations um, across really many years um, throughout my school, and then after I graduated, I was a counselor with a, an organization uh, called RRSS in Halifax, Nova Scotia. So I worked in group home settings. Um, with individuals with intellectual and physical disabilities. Wow, that's amazing. Um, and so, you know, part, I felt like it was part of my responsibility to uh, make sure that um, if the people I was providing support for wanted to get out in the community and do something fun, like that was my job to make sure, okay, let's make it happen. So I was always on the lookout for like, um, you know, fun places we could go and do activities. And, and then when you're doing that, you're also keeping in mind um, the challenges that your uh, clients are experiencing and you're noticing places that maybe they can't access easily as easily as you can, maybe as an able-bodied somebody who doesn't identify as living with a disability, a physical disability, um, you know, or even an intellectual disability. Uh, So yeah, I started noticing these things and um, yeah, and I I guess it just carried over into my life. But for, you know, when, when I became a full-time musician, my mind was more focused on how the heck do I survive in this industry so that I can do the thing I love, which remember it's just, I want to make connections with my music. I want to be a songwriter. I want to express myself, um, you know, and, and I want to be on a path of healing, I guess. So, um, but along that path, now I'm in the music industry. My, <laughs> my head is screwed on so clearly tightly um, blinders are on. I've, um, you know, I had people come and tell me at after my shows that, you know, I, I wanted to come to your show, but I couldn't access it. Like I couldn't get yeah. into the venue. Even I thought certain venues were, were accessible, like for, you know, when you say accessibility, a lot of people just think wheelchair accessible. Yeah. yeah. There's invisible uh, disabilities as well as visible disabilities and such a range, right? Like right. there's sensory um you know, sensory sensitivities. Um, so there's a lot to learn, unlearn. Um, and I, I needed to do that work because people were starting to tell me that they couldn't get into my shows or whatnot. Wow. So, yeah. So a long story short, <laughs> not that no. short. No, it's good. Uh, this last year, I, I, I partnered with Sensory Friendly Solutions. Uh, and the founder of that is, uh, her name is, uh, uh, Crystal Seeberger, and she's based in St. John, New Brunswick. And Crystal really helped me to get some funding to hire um, her and some other also organizations to really help me kind of learn how to make my music more accessible in some ways. And so I'm, I can't say that every single show that I do or every piece of content that I put out is accessible to everybody. That's not the point. The point is to and I've been trying to learn ways and, and then implement them. So things like um, making audio described music versions of my music videos, you know, giving, making sure there are options um, for viewers. Um, and that includes things like proper closed captions or I have a podcast now. So I made sure to, um, you know, create transcripts and, uh, subtitles for the uh, for each episode, um, 
And, you know, that those are just a few things I'm, I'm talking about um, uh, that I've learned and that I've tried to implement. Um, yeah, so it's, you know, I, I still have a lot to learn. We're working right now we, uh, through working with Sensory Friendly Solutions. They helped me get a government grant to help uh, transition my website to become uh, accessible to screen readers and uh, WCAG 2.1 um, compatible. So that's something we're working on now. I'm very excited about it, as well as launching 12 audio described music videos from my back catalog. Wow. So um, there's that's lots of people doing like a way more than me. Um, no, I feel like you're doing really good um, um, to make things accessible um, to persons within the disability community. And that's really amazing on the partnership and, and, and the collaboration that you're working on. Wow. I'm in. I'm impressed. Now, I mean, I've seen, I, I looked at your website and I saw like you had accessibility um, section of your website. So like I was looking at that. And so I was, I was just curious and that, that's really um, inspiring that you're an advocate, but also hearing the story um, from you being back in Austin, Texas and, and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, um, that's, that's really good. I, I dive into you're passionate about this work and you're passionate about what you do. What what inspired you to take up uh, this career in, in the music industry? Like what, what inspired you um, or I would say who inspired you um, to, to get into this industry? Yeah. We're going to take a quick break to listen to some Nova Scotia Works client stories. I look forward to my family's security in the future. That's the main goal as a father. The empowerment from changing careers has really just made me want to get out of bed in the morning. I'm looking forward to growing my business. So I want to hire people like I was hired. I want to give guys that chance. Il me fait plaisir de continuer à travailler avec les immigrants francophones en Nouvelle-Écosse. I'm looking forward to the financial freedom that I never had before. And now back to the podcast. Well, what and what and who? Both good good questions. I would say, um, you know, the core of it is like my my I guess drive to. I really do want to become. I want to. I want to write songs. I want to yeah. write songs and sing them. And I mean, over the years, things have changed slightly. I I mean, I met my partner Dale Murray. He he uh, and I have a studio in our home. We tour together and. Um, so I've grown to quite be passionate about making things with him. So not now, not just music, but we've really enjoyed collaborating on uh, the podcast, a chat with heart and um, you know, making music for film uh, film and, and TV as well over the years. And um, ultimately I just, I think I, I, I really love creating and I want to be able to keep doing that. And so in order to do that, I had to learn the business and, I saw probably over a decade ago, I started seeing other singer songwriters, particularly female singer songwriters. You know, there, there were male, you know, definitely male songwriters at the time that I followed and I thought, great. But, you know, I think there was something about being a woman in the music industry and not necessarily, you know, before I moved to Halifax, I was around tons of artists in, in Austin but nobody was really making a full-time go at it. Um, nobody talked business. It was all about sing, singing and songwriting. And, and like, you know, it wasn't about making a living necessarily. That just seemed like an untouchable thing. And the, and the whole DIY do it yourself thing wasn't, didn't quite 
pick up. It was just too much work for people. I think it's, it's a lot of yeah. work. Um, but when I moved to Halifax, there were, you know, there were some female singer songwriters like Jill Barber and Rose Cousins and Jen Grant. Um, and I'm sure others that um, were really making a go at it and doing so great. And I loved their music and I loved what they, they were doing. I, I watched them over the years. I watched them evolve and grow. And and I thought, oh, I, maybe I can do this. Like, you know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and, and, and so I, I just tried to soak up every, every music industry event or educational bit that was offered, like through Music Nova Scotia, East Coast Music Awards, uh, the Atlantic Film Festival had a, had a music um, component to it. So we were learning about how to network and, um, you know, create music for film and TV, or at least pitch our music for, so all the ways I could make a living so that I could fuel this passion to make music and, and, and perform and, and maybe become a, a better performer, entertainer and dabble in all kinds of things, you know? Wow. That, that, that's really amazing. And it's also good to hear that you also partner with, do it with do this work with your partner as well um that's really inspiring that it connects and um that that's that's beautiful that's really love that's really lovely for sure um what sets your music apart what's a new what's unique about it um that that helps the community to understand more about your work yeah um i think i think like this isn't you know such a wild response or anything like it's it's I guess it's from my perspective. Like I think yeah. now more than maybe ever, I mean, I, I do, I'm writing first and foremost from my heart and, and yeah. from what I feel is important to say. So it is my, it's my voice. And yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if I have necessarily a unique voice, but it's mine yeah. and, and it's, it's, it's through unique. my life. It's, it's, unique. It's, it's yours it's your it's voice not. you own yeah. it and you can you can say that because yeah. you, you're confident in that area so so definitely you have that uniqueness and because it's from your personal story and your in your journey that's the uniqueness of itself yeah 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 and um i think i mean i don't know how unique it is but i i love I've, i i do think that my influences my class classic influences, classic rock and pop do kind of bleed through. Um, I don't listen to, and it's not that I don't love new music. I just, um, I have this thing where I actually, when I'm working and trying to focus on something, I, I can't listen to music. So I work a lot and unless I'm jogging or like learning a new song for a specific thing, like I I, I don't listen to music as much, so I'm just kind of stuck on the old stuff, like yeah. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and the Pretenders and Eurythmics and stuff from the 80s and 90s or before. Right. I, you know, but, but then there's new music like The Killers that I, you know, that sort of reminds me of like Springsteen and mm-hmm. and some of these other older great bands, I suppose, yeah. um, Fleetwood Mac, you know. So I think some of that bleeds through in my writing and my music, um, but ultimately it's like, I guess what what's special about anybody's music is that it, yeah it's filtered through their their lens their perspective and um, yeah it's me wow that, that that's amazing so you're you're interested in rock um and all that other stuff um what what I'll say what what do you perform like what type of music do you perform I, I forgot to even ask that question like oh it's like, okay like, I don't even I don't even know how to answer it because. <laughs> 
It's I, I um I mean I think now I've after twenty some years I've come around to just say I first and foremost a singer songwriter because yeah. you know I was writing songs in Austin it was very much like sort of this what they call Americana vibe which is basically a mesh of like folk and yeah. and blues and everything R and B and rock and rockabilly everything under the sun um um but. You know, I'm not really schooled in any particular genre, so I just mm-hmm. like um, I think singer songwriter. But I, I would have to say I think like pop, rock, and and folk influence. So I like the story. T- I do like there to be a strong, clear message, mm-hmm. and I like some some of my songs will have like a story to it. But then others are more pop pop have pop sensibilities. You know, right, right, um, there's right. more clear to the point. Um, maybe frivolous at times and um yeah so i don't know sometimes i just throw up roots rock pop singer songwriter it's a lot but it's nothing super specific like um sultry grunge or anything like that you know yeah yeah wow wow that's amazing i i would put you on the spot to actually sing for us today but i'm not gonna do that i'm not i'm not gonna put you on the spot i'll i'll let the 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 intro and and in in the intro um be that part um for sure but you know i want you to leave us with a tip or quote for our audience to keep them inspired i think that's 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 a good um way to end this episode we we try to allow um persons who are on this podcast to share a, a bit of inspiration that will inspire them to move forward. So, what do you got for us? What is the tip or a quote that helps you as you continue to move forward in this life? Well, I can't swear on this, right? <laughs> oh, I mean, you can. It's, it's the neighborhood conversation, but what's in the lines? What's in the lines of the quote? For sure, for sure, we'll do that. <laughs> uh, wait, I, I was just gonna. I I say this to myself a lot when I, you know, get um, when I get either down on myself or, or too anxious or worried or I just find like I'm 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 not grounded. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you're saying that I am allowed to swear? Go go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. What do you say? Go ahead. I say, calm the f- down. Yeah, yeah. Calm the f- down. Yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> listen, we're in the neighborhood. We're in the neighborhood having serious conversation. And it, it, it's a, yeah. And sometimes you gotta say that to yourself in, in order to move forward. And so yeah. that's that's really important. Yeah. Yeah, chill yeah. out, and it's gonna be okay. But I will, I will say, you say that, and then, um, uh, you know, stay the stay the path with heart. Just yeah. stay the course, yeah. and um, everything will work out fine. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, you gotta say, you gotta say the raw thing that you say, and also keep that 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 motivation. It's a balance. That's what that, that's what it's called, balance. Yeah. But yeah. also knowing how to um, say how to pick yourself up. Get get your ass up! Like that's that's something that you have to say to yourself in order for you to stay connected, in order for you to move forward in in that. And so, this is good, Christina Martin. You're definitely going to be coming back on to the neighborhood conversations because I feel like you're definitely invaluable, um, and and I would love to learn more about what you're doing to inspire the community, um, and how it's going to build at the neighborhood conversations. We try to inspire people. Take a listen to Christina Martin's music um, that's going to help continue 
to inspire. Thank you for joining us, Christina, on today's episode. Um, And thank you, audience, listening audience, for joining us on today's episode. And we'll see you at the next one. Thank you, Templeton. This podcast is funded by the government of Nova Scotia.